What is up, nerds? Steve here with Sack Incorporated to remind you to follow us on the social media platforms. That's right, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us there at Sack Incorporated. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching for Sack Incorporated and pressing that sweet, sweet little button. And don't forget to send us emails at sackingpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts, your comments, questions, concerns, neuroses, and psychoses. Give us your opinion on things we've talked about previously, or give us suggestions for topics to talk about in the future. That's sackingpodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Turquoise Jeep for the intro and outro music today. You can find them at Turquoise Jeep on Twitter and on YouTube, where you can search for Turquoise Jeep. That is all. Enjoy the show. Mm, young It's Hummer Boo at the crib, just chilling. Just chillin'. Trying to figure out what I'm gonna do today. Do? Have a youth throw on something sexy and come my way. I got a treat for you when you're gonna like it. I hear those giggles, go ahead and get excited. You say in bed that your man is a lame guy. Having sex with him is just like watching paint dry. Damn, I really hope that that ain't true. But if it is, here's what I'm gonna do for you. And when you get here, I'm not just gonna bang it. I'ma smash it too, so let's just say I'm gonna sing it. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in, boy. Let me smack it, girl. Smash it in, boy. Let me smack it, girl. Smash it in, smash it in. All right. Welcome to Sack Up. Sack Up. My name is Steve. I'm Madison. I'm Ken. And this is episode two. And before we called it the Sacking Podcast, but we've been tossing Sack Up around, and I think that's what we're going to go for. It's a little more born of machismo kind we of thing. We have never, we could not have chosen a broer name for Sack Up. <laughs> yeah, very very non-representative of yeah, our For three very non-bro people. Yeah, for three dudes who are not bros, we have the bro name of Sack Up. But, it's, I don't know, it sticks, it's interesting. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's a little a bit of bro in everybody. Call to action, right? Sack Up, yeah. motherfucker. All, all you nerds, Sack Up. <laughs> Alright, uh, so let's start off with stuff that happened over the holidays. There's actually a lot going on, especially on Christmas. The Lizard Squad, the, the infamous Lizard Squad, attacked uh, Sony and Microsoft nonstop, bringing Xbox Live and um, the PlayStation Network down pretty much all through Christmas for like five or six days, maybe almost a... No, it wasn't a week, but it was like... Plus, it was enough that um, you know people who got a new console and wanted to play their games, I'm sure they weren't happy, and of yeah. course... Sony and Microsoft have no real recompense they can give for their own failures. Except so. for five free days of PlayStation Plus. Wow. Matters. Yeah, no, I do. That's why they did it. So you were you were starting in on this earlier on the, on our other uh, podcast sack uh, or game, game sack, sack. Uh, which you can find also on our YouTube channel. But what are your what's your opinion there? Well, what do you think? I mean, they from what I've read, it was pretty much they you know, and this is a pseudo-common thing for these types of people to portray, but they're like, they were doing the service outage to try and force Microsoft and Sony to update their security, right? But all they were doing was a DDoS. <clears throat> exactly, and guess what you can't secure yourself against? A service outage. When someone is just sending so many packets to your fucking server that it can't keep up, that's not a security issue, that's you're sending so many packets that the yeah. internet card on the server can't hold, like deal with them. So it, it's either this wasn't a, this they originally meant it in reference to some like they were punishing Sony and Microsoft for having some security vulnerability that was disclosed that they didn't take care of, and they were doing so via a DDoS, 
or they're stupid enough to think that a DDoS is something that you can reasonably secure against. Yeah. You can, but it just costs you a, a ton of money because it just means having a huge shitload of servers yeah. such that you bring one down there's a hundred more to take its place kind of thing. I was going to say, so is there any way to defend against a DDoS? Like, how do you make it so you can't be DDoS anymore? It's just have a massive server room, essentially, that Yeah, I mean, a down. DDoS is a distributed denial of service attack, for those of you who don't know. And that essentially means that you are have a machine or, in probably this case, something like a botnet, which is a a network of compromised machines that they're going to use for nefarious purposes that are sending a huge amount of traffic so much so that they overwhelm the server's ability to respond to both their traffic and to normal traffic, mm-hmm. right? So imagine if, so for someone to DDoS you, if they're DDoSing a router, they're putting a router in a state where it's spending all of its cycles up to and including possibly a hard crash of just the router firmware or burning out some component or in a entirely extreme case to where it can't service actual internet requests so for all intents and purposes you're not connected to the internet anymore right yeah well if it was just a dos if there wasn't a distributed part then you just blacklist the ip and you don't let it talk to you anymore you don't care about the packets you don't try and process them you just black hole them with a distributed dial service attack, it's a, a hundreds of different IPs all sending gigabit, you know, gigabits of traffic per yeah. second or whatever. You you can't defend against that. The only way to defend against that is to increase capacity, but that's not a security concern. That's a a business concern. So that's an infrastructure concern. Yeah. How would you? So if it's hundreds of IPs at once, why not just ban them all? Because because, is it because they're using an IP switcher and then just. Well, I mean, if you if you go in for it you can get ones you can spoof the IP of your packet relatively easily like if you create something that actually crafts packets as opposed to using normal like DNS queries or whatever you can just say your IP is whatever you want and you the IP space is 2 to the 32 which is a huge number right so you can't ban every IP you're going to get false positives from normal people's IPs that they're just using or whatever right it's it's a problem without a real solution. Yeah. Right? So until there's some sort of like, until you can get rid of botnets and until you can implement IP security and such that you, your source integrity is verifiable 100%, it's an unsolvable problem. And when by packet, do you just mean, is it a request or just like a, a pack? It's just like, well, a in a lot of cases, of you know, router firmware, because they have so little space and processing power to deal with, it's oftentimes ridden with bugs. But you essentially take advantage of a, a SYN or a SYNAC packet in the TCP protocol, which is redundant to say. But it basically, you just tell the machine that you're trying to synchronize it with it and create a new connection over and over and over again. Okay. He'll try and make a new connection for you, but if he's trying to service a billion other IPs sending him that request at the same time, and, and all of them, are they're not giving him the normal like call response sector of the protocol that is made to like legitimately establish connection you're just saying synchronize 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 over and over yeah. again it's you can't handle it so they're doing it for completely I mean they came out and said the security thing at first and then afterwards they're just like actually no just fuck Sony and Microsoft and and my so my thing with Lizard Squad is I, I swear they just have to be like 16 year old kids they have to be and I feel like the, the main my main argument for that other than the fact that most of the people who perpetrate these kinds of attacks are, are just fucking 15 year old strip kitties who think that they're cool um, 
these seem to happen during breaks, right? The last attack from Lizard Squad happened, I believe, over the summer when they DDoS the shit out of Twitch. I think. Yeah. Well, I and mean, it was, just, it was just during the school break. That's the thing is that the market you can go online and buy two hours of a botnet and get some DDoS software for nothing. Yeah, and it's it's these it's kids, and I'm sure they're. You know, they've got problems at home or some crazy thing like that, but they just need to feel like they have power. And It's, it's so strange to me. I don't understand what would go through the mind of a person who thinks that yeah. that's like... So. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just literally, I'm an asshole, and I'm, I, it makes... They think they're cool or something. Even well, though, like, they're not cool. Like, that's no the, one knows that's who the, they are. That's the funny thing, right, is, you know, the media portrays these people as hackers, but they're not hackers. Hackers are people who create the tools that they're using. Yeah, they're just using a tool, like that's they're using a tool that takes about the same amount of brain power as just turning your computer on and using Windows. Like it's they're, yeah. just, they're just sad people, and you Pretty know much. you can't really do anything about what they're doing, aside from actually enforce you know it, ddosing someone's federal crime. You can go get prison for five years for doing that, but the FBI, unless it's a serious business outage like this generally doesn't like prosecute people for that which is stupid to me yeah if you don't get it out there that you're gonna fucking destroy these people and that you act on that seriously then you have no relevance as a law enforcement institution so. and the problem and and part of the problem is can you track these people you can you can't i mean it as it's easy to spoof an ip for doing a ddos attack you can make yourself just look like you're from china or whatever you can make your computer tell other computers that it's not what it actually is or where it is. Can you get past that? Like not easily. Like I mean, the FBI when they brought down Silk Road, they they have some way to get into Tor, the Onion Router, mm-hmm. which is a generally used software firm if you have if you're trying to do illicit activities and you need to keep your IP private. They've got some entry point in there to figure these people out, but in general, like you know, it's part of the part of law enforcement in the criminal age, right? If you're actually going to catch someone, you kind of have to catch them hands on the keyboard. You can't, yeah, <laughs> unless that so you have speak. like they're using the same name to command this botnet as they use on their Twitch profile or something. You know, like it's it's hard to prosecute, but you have to do it. You can't. And I mean, there's other problems with law enforcement right now, obviously, but you. If you are not going to swing the stick around, then then find someone who will. Yeah. Hire, hire somebody. Yeah. Hire somebody, get the NSA to do it. Yeah. As um, much as, as tapping Angela Merkel's phone, how much fun that should be, why don't you try actually getting some of these groups of people who are fucking causing serious business outages and... And like having serious effects in the in the industry, get rid of them. And there was a group actually who, while this was going on, um, I don't want, I don't remember exactly what their names were, but they were they were um, doxing the people from Lizard Squad and posting their IPs and home addresses on their also main illegal. So well, that's, but it's Robin Hood, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they I mean these people were just like, hey, like this is this member of Lizard Squad. We know who he is. Here's his IP address. We know where he's at. The thing is, let's do him his grow up. Well, yeah. and the, the problem is, there's always going to be that sector of society, and especially now that the tools are so cheap and prolific, like you can't, you just can't get around it. That you, you, that 16 year old grows up, he doesn't do that anymore. There's just another fucking bullshit little kid to take his place. So yeah. The yeah, Lizard right. Squad, apparently, once they were done with Sony and Microsoft, have been turning their attention to Tor. Actually, now that you mentioned Tor. 
Um, and they're basically trying to compromise the anonymity of Tor by taking over so many slots in Tor that by like controlling 80% of the Tor slots, they're able, you, it reduces that possible anonymity of the other 20%. I don't see what they stand to gain from that, but they seem to be at cross purposes then because it's Tor is exactly the kind of network that these people need to to do their dark work. So like, yeah. why, why would you destroy one of your most precious assets? But, you know, that that could just be this sort of SJW bullshit where they're like, you know, we're, we're doing bad things for good reasons yeah. and if we bring down Tor, then we'll bring down more of these sites like Silk Road that are selling assassination contract hitmen and shit, yeah. you know, like... I understand that, but that's why don't you get a job in law enforcement and make it easier and better for them to do that? Then you have no right to do that as a citizen. No. You that's vigilante justice in the digital age, and you know, for whatever good it generates, it's still breaking the law, and I still have to side on that with the law. Yeah, I I agree. Sony and Microsoft need to get their shit together. They're not doing it. Is outing probably one of their biggest <laughs> money makers for a week the right way to go about that I don't know I don't, th- I don't think it is I mean it's and I don't think that that was the reason they were doing it right like it's easy to hide behind the white hacker uh, white hat I, yeah like the, the white hat hacker ethos well that's not even a white hat right because the white hat is a person employed by a known company to like fix you know well, they're not white, there to fix a white anything. hat is someone who does security stuff for the right reason like they hack you don't have to be hired you can yeah. like a lot of companies actually have bug bounties where you if you find a bug with their service and you right but you're them. you you are hacking with the not the, the people you are hacking have the knowledge that you are hacking them. yeah that I mean, is the whole point of a white hat so it's not difference right so it's, these people aren't white hats these people are black well, hats or gray hats if you want to consider them even like slightly yeah. For an ethical more reason. Well, but, but, the but like, again, what? we have to remember these people are not hackers. No, they're right. That's what I'm they're saying. Like, like, they don't know anything. I'm, what I'm saying is they're not doing this because they're trying to ethically do something for a good reason. I think they're, they're just doing they shit. They're well, just doing some for shit. And I'm saying that they're hiding behind the ethos of the white hat hacker to say because yeah, the white hat hackers are yeah. we're trying to help, but like their a, actions are not helping. Because a white hat would hack you, then say, "Hey, I hacked you. Here's the problems with your system." Well, and a white hat would also be like upfront, "Hey, why are we here? I'm going to help you." Give me a shard yeah. of server space that I can experiment on and yeah. see if there's any problems. But a, and a, but and a black again, hat is someone who a black hat destroy, right? Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, a black hat is a person who. But white hat, like most white hats, tend to actually are like registered. Like they, well, yeah, you they work are for a you work for a company or, or a government, and they're registered because there's a lot of scrutiny on them, and they they like. Usually, like, we'll only do anything with consent of a company that yeah, they're actually doing. It's not even. It's not even like Robinhood. Like, oh, hey, I'm going to hack you, and then like let you guys know. Like, that's, that's what not a gray hat. Is. That's a gray hat. The white hat yeah. is the person who comes in with legitimate credentials and capability and says, "Hey, I'm okay. going to do this to help you," uh, under the auspices of being like a contracted employee or working for another. And getting paid ridiculous amounts of money. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a shitty thing to do to people, and it doesn't make sense. And it doesn't. It doesn't prove anything. Like. Well, the, guy who, the guy who hacks the FBI database, that guy, one, still kind of an asshole because he's breaking the law. No, Two, one hundred percent an asshole. But so. also, like, that's badass hacking. Like, that's like you have to be a boss to do something like that, right? Like, sure. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying I endorse it at all. I don't. As, well, to my no, friends I'm in not, the FBI, I'm not even saying that it's that hard to do. It's just, I don't know. I guess the, I don't know the only like the only it. real place that you're not getting into is NSA. Everywhere else has. I mean, they've defaced CIA websites, gotten into that information before. You'd think yeah. that they would be 
just as impenetrable, but no. No. But the, but regardless, DDoSing doesn't take any kind of skill. Like you said, it's as simple as running Yeah, straight. and it's funny because I'm sure that these kids all have these consoles and play these games. They're just... It's the same same type of people who probably use hacks and, you know, yeah. like, just pitiful, pitiful people. So you said you can buy two hours on a botnet. Does that mean you can buy two that hours worth you, of using someone's compromised computer? You Many people's compromised computers that is run by one CNC computer, probably an RSC channel or something, where you type in a command and all these this command propagates out to these infected computers and then they all execute it. Hmm. So if you have a botnet... That has DDoS software on it. You basically just would tell the botnet, "Hey, here's the IP address. Destroy these people." And so I mean, that's these... illegal to sell that service, then, right? It Even is, selling the service is... of a botnet is illegal. Yes, well, botnet period is legal. It's malware. Mm-hmm. Like in order to have a botnet, you have to be distributing viruses and trojans to people to compromise their computers for you to use. Yeah. How do you find that stuff and remove it? Like, is it, it's not, because it's not as simple as using You can't, like, you just have to take it over. They, I actually read this really interesting paper, a couple, like, a month ago, where these researchers, like, because unfortunately, the management of a botnet still requires some manual, like, credential man, uh, manipulation and stuff. If you can get in there and you know the cycle for a given botnet and you can get your credentials in as the owner for the next cycle to the next guy then you control it so they took this botnet and for like three months like the other people tried to get in and were you know probably screaming in Russian that they (laughs) that they couldn't have access to their illegal bullshit but you can't take them down unless you just wipe every computer off the face of the earth or or force everyone to use the same OS that checksums to the same version that disallows any sort of deviation from the already installed software like yeah. it's just not reasonable. I'm just thinking in terms of finding it yourself. Like, so if I'm like, maybe, you go on to Google and type in botnet rental, and uh, you no, 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 I'm talking about removing it from my computer. Like, let's say that my computer. That's the thing. Infected, you won't know, and you can never find out unless it gets disclosed as a CVE, and you can you look and see if that process is running. You will not know. So, could you just the only option then to is to just like wipe your hard drive? Every wipe once your hard while? drive. I mean, there's some botnets now that are putting shit in the actual MBR for your hard drive which is a master boot record which means the software starts when your OS starts so you either have to completely wipe your computer including your firmware on your motherboard and all this shit yeah it's just a fucking mess yeah alright so no bomb from no bomb against Sony on Christmas there, there was, never was gonna be there, yeah. were, you know, there were threats here. well yeah and it's again it's just pandering right yes yeah. Don't, so, don't do this so I cry in the corner of this movie that doesn't actually matter <laughs> yeah so nothing happened uh, the interview was released on Christmas Day on VOD and a bunch of other places a couple individual theaters in New York I think yeah a few theater. individual theaters uh, took it didn't I, George R. R. Martin show in his private theater at his home or something well he, the thing is, is he like, owns a theater yeah. well the like, thing is the movie it. the people had the right to buy the movies but the thing is the movie theaters themselves are the ones that pay for yeah. the film like basically they get to lease the film and yeah. show it in their theaters and they pay like an excessive amount of money to be honest most major films like the theaters actually lose money purchasing that they and, want you to buy concessions and they hope yeah. to make it up through the concessions By but saying, like, t- hey, like but ticket sales ticket sales actually don't cover the cost of the movie for these movie theaters yeah. So a lot of these except movies, for the one that's on Mill, that's like a twenty dollar movie ticket. Just even then, <laughs> depending on how many people come. But to be honest, like unless it's a really low key movie, like any big major release, like 
movie theaters just eat it and hope that the amount of, the amount of people that come and watch this movie will increase. I wish they would just popcorn sales. Movie theaters? movie theaters would just disappear. I don't know. There's I want there's certain movies I think are that are better in a movie theater. Like I watched Godzilla 2014 recently. And I was not as impressed as I thought I would be. But I think had I seen it in theaters, I would have liked it Maybe. More. I just think that in general, Godzilla got some pretty poor reviews. So. Just give me digital. That's all I need. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's all, I all any of us forever. really need. And I mean, once we're, once we're rich, we'll just build movie theaters in our homes and it won't be a problem. But, you know, I don't... Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I like going to the to the movies occasionally, but there are also times when I'm just like, I don't want to go and pay ten bucks. I just rather watch it. At home. Well, that's the thing. You're paying so much more for no reason. Yeah. I don't. I, have I think no there desire. is an experience difference. I would say. Well, there is. Way. I mean, it's a twenty. It's like a you know a, a three story screen or whatever. Like, uh, I don't get the same out of it anymore as I used to. I think I'm just give me Netflix. You're just progressively becoming more of a hermit as time goes on. It does, no, it's just I want to be able to watch movies at my leisure. Yeah. I don't want to have to schedule time to fucking go out and spend all this money when I can spend it for spend $10 or free, thank God for Netflix, yeah. and just fucking watch it at home. Like, there's no excuse for that aside from these companies want money. And, you know, I understand that, but I don't, I don't back that anymore. Yeah. Um, so the interview did come out. I watched it. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Thoughts? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it wasn't as funny as this is the end. No, it was not. But it was it was pretty good. I mean, like I would have, I, if I had paid for this in the theaters, I would have been pretty happy when I left. So yeah, I think um, I think James Franco and Seth Rogen are getting a little too. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. There's almost like it's almost like it's too predictable. Well, like, they're just it's the same stupid. Over and over again. And I like them, but even, I don't know. I love James Franco. It's getting, this is the end was just like the right amount of different, and the right right amount of shock value, like when like Michael Cena just gets freaking like speared in the stomach. Me, Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah, whatever. Michael Cena, wrestler you. <laughs> John but, Cena. As, fuck. I got all these people mixed up. Michael Cena is his less significant brother. I <laughs> That's what I assume. He works as a salesperson. Yeah. A, uh, telemarketer yeah. online. But that aside, I, I mean, I just think that the movie was funny, but it wasn't. It wasn't, like, hilarious at all times. Yeah, there was definitely some stuff in there that was, like, really funny, and I'm glad that I watched it, but I don't... It's not worth the huge stink that was made over it. To be honest, I... Well, no, I can can see why... That's what I was thinking. I was like, to be honest, like, what... I was sitting here, I'm like, this probably got more publicity. Like, I'm I'm kind of interested to see what the sales are for the video on demand. Because yeah. to be honest, like, I think they got a lot of publicity. They like, did. all the stars, like, George Clooney, they're all like, you Which, play it, play it, play it. in before Obama, Clooney, motherfucker, we were criticizing Sony... Day one, but because he's got publicity. Well, like Obama came in and said it shouldn't have happened. Even now, Obama's putting sanctions on North Korea for that attack. Or he's he's asking, he's asking for more. He's gonna get them. So (laughs) I just, I just think, like to be honest, like I almost like this was kind of a good publicity play. You know, we'll see. Yeah, and that that now that begs the question. And I've been seeing things uh, circulating, headlines circulating about this that North Korea. Well, not that Sony necessarily factored it, but that North Korea didn't do it at all. There's been people saying that it wasn't North Korea at all. That the FBI was that the FBI didn't have any concrete evidence of that, and that it was a local. That it was an inside job actually. Mm-hmm. That it was just a disgruntled Sony employee who got pissed off and knew he was going to get fired. And created a fucking hacker group and... No, he just installed his own software and then put it on a countdown and when it went off it infected the entire network and locked it down. 
and then he and he had already stolen all the information before that. Like it was probably like disgruntled engineer who worked at Sony <laughs> who had the power. That's what some people are saying. Other people the thing are saying is, if, North you, Korea. if you do watch the movie, like if I was North Korea, I wouldn't be happy with this movie. It basically makes your ruler look like a dick. I mean, he got well, is a and dick. No, not your ruler, your god, you're, you're your god, god. You're a son well, of Jesus. Well, and you know the thing is, is that they actually make Kim Jong Un very likable until the end. Well, and that's the thing. Is they like make, well, they, that was the whole point. He's supposed to be likable, but in reality, he's actually a huge dick. Yeah, like you're, he's like him. oh, like he's so you're like oh, like he's living in his father's shadow. Like he's kind of this crazy guy. Like he is obviously nuts because he has so much power, but. You almost feel for him, and then at the end, he's like, "I was so angry the whole time. I fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> my people suck, and I hate them all. You know." And it, and it, then he gets shot with the fucking in a helicopter with a tank. So I, yeah, I just think that it was. I don't know. Like if I was North Korea, like I wouldn't be happy about it to be honest. So yeah. So some spoilers there, by the way. But but if you have the opportunity, I recommend seeing it. I think it's very funny. I will see it when it comes out on Netflix. You will. If, <laughs> it yeah, won't. You will. I guarantee it. Well, it's because it's owned by Sony, so yep. it might not. Um, let's see. Should we just push? So we should we go through the tech stuff first, and then sure, we'll hit general news. Got a, quite a few things um, for the for the other other stuff. So Microsoft announces Spartan for Windows 10. Don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. That is their equivalent to Google Chrome, essentially. It's a new web browser. Good. Fuck Internet that. Explorer needs to die. Yes. And we, I, unless Spartan is just an Explorer, renamed to Internet Explorer. Right. I don't. I, that's what I. That's what some people were questioning, but apparently that's not the case. We shall see. Yeah, it's Microsoft probably going to suck. Microsoft is is notorious for sucking at that. Yes. To be honest, so, I don't think. I don't know. Like I just. I don't think I'd ever switch off from Chrome. Not because no. it's like such a superior platform. I mean, well, Chrome and Firefox are superior. They platforms. are, but I'm just saying, <laughs> com- just comparatively to each other. I just. I'm just used to it now. I don't think I want to. Microsoft switch. just doesn't have the browser mindshare, right? They, no, no one has any respect. There's for just it such a terrible reputation for it. I understand why they would do it, but like, it's sad because even the new IEs coming out were like getting better. Yeah, they're just too like they're so far behind. So, still though, well, that's it's not even it's, that. Not even, it's me, just it's the, the rep. There's just such a toxicity behind it. No, now. it's the fact that they they have clear like shitty bugs and they say it's working as designed. Like they. Internet Explorer up to nine had a bug where there's a JavaScript function called eval where when you call it on a string, it evaluates the string as if it was JavaScript function. Well, it never releases that memory. Never. Until you shut down the whole browser, not just the tab that called it, the whole browser. We were having a huge problem with that for ATIP because these Navy computers have like two gigs of RAM on them because it's a fucking shitty laptop on a nuclear submarine. Yeah. And, like, if you left it on overnight, I wasn't using eval, but deep down in Google Web Toolkit, some, if for their RPC mechanism, they're using fucking eval, it would blow up the whole memory, the page would freeze, and you would have to shut down the fucking computer and bring it back up again. Yeah. So, and that, I looked that up, and it's in their knowledge database, and what's it say at the bottom? Works as intended. What? <laughs> A memory leak is works as intended? You gotta be fucking kidding me. This is the the caliber of people they have working on this fucking yeah. web browser. And that and that's the thing. Like Internet Explorer was so shitty for so long and it's like and the thing is Google Chrome comes out and that's almost the same thing that we talked about on GameSack with um Origin versus Steam. Google Chrome comes out and it's light years better than Internet Explorer ever was in its well, first it's, it's iteration. It's a reversal kind of, but go on. How so? Well, because Chrome is still better and it's a newcomer, so that's the argument yeah. in this case would be that Chrome is Origin and Origin's better than Steam. That's but true, that's yeah. A but it's yeah, <laughs> but it's the 
um, it's the same kind of like you have a newcomer. It is a reversal. So, but you have this newcomer who comes in, and you're you're Microsoft, and maybe Microsoft just didn't think about web browsing as an experience well, initially. They, they were just like eh. they had a lot of shit happen to them in the '90s about Internet Explorer because they made it so like integrated with the Windows OS core that you. I mean, there was a long time up until like Vista Seven where you couldn't uninstall Internet Explorer. You would fuck up your software yeah. like you wouldn't be able to connect to the internet so and they were there was a long time period where they were um there was a huge war between it can't be that it's not even a war they literally got taken to the supreme court for that well it wasn't there a fight between netscape and internet explorer remember that there was, that? So there was like netscape was the only other browser aside from internet explorer and they fought like they were like use netscape and internet explorer somehow won out mainly i think because they started well, installing the internet proliferation explorer. Well, it's just, windows and everyone at once was meaning you just use just starts IE. it just starts with ie yeah. i mean even like my work uses ie you know that's like, yeah. any if no, no that's not for that's just a fact like all, every major corporation in the country is going to use ie no yeah. yeah every major top 10 yeah um okay you don't use IE, I assume. No, I don't. I'm not a top ten corporation. That's but I, true. But He's I know they don't use thing. IE at Amazon. They don't use IE at anywhere any of my friends work. Microsoft, Microsoft even. A lot of my friends who work there use Chrome. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of legacy applications that were developed only for IE that a lot of companies still hook to, especially the government. I mean, our original targets for ATIP was IE 7+. plus. And they didn't even allow us I mean, we audit, like, I guess my system, when we audit all these companies, they all use Internet Explorer. It's all built in because it's all built into the, like, it's all integrated. It's the easiest way for them to get comprehensive, like, security. I know security is a funny word to use in Internet Explorer, but to get suites of control over massive numbers of employees, Mm -hmm. it's all you through IE because there is no such service by Google to have that with Chrome or Firefox. I can say that, like, if you need to put up a firewall to stop people from looking at porn while they're at work and stuff. Or even just just That's not true, because a firewall is not on your machine. No. It's something that's at the gateway portion of the network going in your DMZ. Firewall's going to be, like, more of a network issue, but I'm just saying there's all sorts of... So, like, my laptop and my, you know, from we've got all sorts of things to do to get into, like, secure networks and all sorts of IDs, you know, like, if my laptop gets stolen, they can use software... You know, to remove, you know, to wipe my hard drive and do all this other crap. Yeah. And there's just comprehensive suites with through through Windows and through Microsoft that all ties into Explorer. And so, like, you know, like I'm not allowed to have Chrome or Firefox on my laptop. Hmm. And that's how it is for like all these corporations. Maybe Amazon's different because they're, you know, there's a lot of high tech programming companies that obviously know better. But for well, I would guarantee any programming companies, right? But the, but enter, but I'm going to say any standard like just you know I sell things, you know, like. Yeah. They're going to just go with the basic model, you know? I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but just because, A, it's, A, because all the suites are there, like, I understand and all this, and it's cheap, and, you know, every laptop I've ever had to work for any corporation, you know, like, my my company that we audit, all the companies we audit, they all, all the, all the people who work there, they're all, that have big system requirements, all require Internet Explorer. Yeah. Well... Because we use well, things like Microsoft Link, we use Explore, we use Outlook. <laughs> the, end, the end result together. is it's time to move on, if that's the truth. It's the same reason why everything, you, you know, we, but the thing is, like, all these corporations, like, most, to be honest, like, most companies are still on, like, legacy platforms, like, legacy IE. Like, I'm on, like, IE, like, 7. No, or something I, that's like what that. I was saying. They're so, literally rolling around in fucking nuclear submarines with Windows XP, <laughs> Service Pack 1, <laughs> IE 7. You hear? 
The thing is, is like for, cor- for companies yeah. though, it's just too expensive to perpetually be updating these things. Like I yeah. just got updated to Windows 2012 right now. I was running on 2010, but like like the Outlook Pack, you know. Yeah. But to, uh, you know, let's say we have 100,000 employees just for one company, and that thing costs like a hundred dollars for employees. So you're saying like every year you're just going to drop a million dollars just to update your Explorer or just to update your you Windows? You can get higher than IE7 on Windows XP. Like, there's no excuse. There, I, there's, a, only, there's an excuse for the government, and that's because they have to set up these massive, like, they're called STIGs, where is this software, like, allowed within the security spectrum of our DOD mandate or whatever? Yeah. If you're just a company, and you're using IE7 on Windows XP when you can get up to IE9 or 10... There's no cost associated with that. There's no. I mean, maybe excuse. we're on like a we use X. We use um, Windows Seven. You know, as our that goes up to uh, eleven. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying the the way the way the, <laughs> the way these work is that you have one thing you have you know because it's been in operation for so long there are yeah. zero bugs zero there's zero yeah. loopholes the thing's been operated like three years no like you or at least they're not loopholes but like. It's so known, it's so backdated, and then literally that's all it is. Everyone's on like a three-year lag because that way – because if something were to go wrong in all 100,000 of these computers, you're talking about millions and millions of dollars lost every single day. So hold on a sec. Are you making the argument that Internet Explorer doesn't have bugs – after three years, I'm not making the it, it doesn't have bugs. I'm saying IE7 is still I'm saying they have. I'm saying it has bugs, but they know of all the bugs and therefore can put measures around those. What I'm saying is, you have all your computers, you have your software, you give it to these persons. So, like, I'm not gonna get a new computer every single year. I'm let alone. So the next thing, okay, what? How about a software update every single year? Well, if all that software is gonna cost each person, if that suite's three hundred dollars per person, is it reasonable to every single year update for three hundred dollars? Probably not. So you're gonna wait on a delay. Not only that, but you're gonna have a delay, but from pure security issues, maybe it's less at other companies, but like if I've got sensitive information, you want to make sure that your system is quote unquote as locked down as possible. I've got my computer's got so much bullshit on it that slows it down. Like it's such a terrible computer because all those process and memory is taken up by all this excessive stuff, but like it's all just security orientated, like things that they put on a computer to make sure they can track me, things they can put on this you can track the computer, things that they can look in, things for IT, you know, things for certain other security so no one can get into you. So there's all this other crap and they have to preload it onto your computer and it's all designed to basically function around like if you're changing that stuff, if your software is updating every single day, like all those measures are gonna be ineffective until you update and update and update. So you might as well just have sweeping updates. Like and once every three years you just do one giant system update and everyone goes with that for three years. Well no, and I understand that. But IE seven came out more than three years ago. It's Fine, so, so, not, like so not seven. Years. I'm just saying I'm like I'm saying most companies are still using IE. And they're probably not even the most updated. Yeah, they're not it's using probably, IE seven. It's probably seven, but maybe it's nine instead of eleven. Like I'm just saying, they're still using IE, and like everyone's still using it, and all corporates are gonna keep using it. Like and it's, would... it sounds stupid, and there might be a couple progressive companies that are like, we should just use Chrome. And that's fine, but like I'm talking like we just your joke like just top the take the Fortune like two thousand right. So the top two thousand companies in the country, I'm gonna say like ninety percent of them are gonna be using Internet Explorer. And I would say that as far as the bug thing goes, like there are still bugs coming out for IE7. Imagine how many bugs are coming out every day for IE11. Well, like, no, that's the problem. Is there's less the, the bugs for IE7 is, at least versus with Chrome IE11. and Firefox, you know every bug because they fucking put it out 
here's what the bug is. And We're fixing it. I.e., you don't know what Windows bugs are until the update comes out the next Tuesday. Yeah. Right? Like, ugh. I just... It's stupid. And, and the thing, I'm not and, saying it's and, right that the company's yeah. using this, but that's just what it is. It is. And the thing is, it's not going to change. And it goes back to this idea, I mean, who's running these companies, right? Old white dudes it's who not e- don't it's, know anything it's, about It's technology. not even that. A lot of people know about technology, but to be honest, it's just a, it's an ease thing. Like, if Google had a dedicated department for op- system operations and corporate software development, then Google will probably take the market. But they don't. Yeah. They don't. I can't, like, all the tools I use, it's all Word. It's all Excel. It's all, you know, Outlook. All the, all the like, even the network stuff, like, I use, like, Link right now, which is what I use to talk, to chat, to use, like, video you know chatting like every, to cross my network the underlying like network platforms for a lot of these is, is Microsoft based so it's all Windows it's all Microsoft so what easier way to be like I need to start a company I need all this suite of items to help my company run I can get a piecemeal from Google and then get like open ended you know get like openware from other people and just try to find some other things and get you know eight different companies to get in my eight different things I need or I just go to Microsoft that has a complete suite the browser isn't the network core though especially in Windows no it's not it's not the network core but I'm just saying like you just go to Microsoft for the suite of goods which includes Internet Explorer Yes, but you could get Chrome when you install a fucking OS. Like, there's, and you can automate. It but to you do would that. mat. You would mat. Like, you, you're not installing the OS on every the single only, computer. The only you're applications like update via network. The right? only applications that require Internet Explorer are web applications that are written in Silverlight or whatever ActiveX that only IE can do. Yeah. If they or seen. if they have like. They are stuck on jQuery point seven or whatever, and that's all that they're using. And the only person who supports that anymore is is Internet Explorer. Yeah, which you're not defending, can you? Just kind of no. I'm just saying, like Joe Schmo over there is not going to care. He just I want all my I want my company to run. I need eight. I need a thousand laptops for my thousand employees. I need software that keeps it secure. I need software to run standard word processing. Probably using Excel. I need Outlook. I need some other small databasing items that Microsoft keep track or not Microsoft. Some small databasing items that I need to be done to have my company run. What can I do? And then Microsoft just has a very competitive package of everything. So you just do that. Or like Microsoft have deals with all major, all every single major um, uh, computer, the, like like hardware computer seller, like HP, Dell. They all have contracts with Microsoft. So yeah. like you even like just getting that, even just buying a thousand computers from HP, you're going to be preloaded with Microsoft. You know. And so I'm not saying anything against Microsoft. I'm talking about browsers. I don't no, care I'm, about that other software. Well, that's saying nothing. That's no, that's I'm, all, I'm that's saying, but I'm saying this IE is part of that suite of stuff. And so, even though it's better, it's like why just break off that one item that doesn't fit? Let's just it's all here. Just yeah. use it. Like what he's saying is that like IE seven is part of that suite or and, oh, nine or whatever. Yeah, yeah and he's not allowed to update it or change it because it's part of the it's part of KPMG's suite. But there's no software that interfaces with Internet Explorer. KPMG doesn't know that. <laughs> no, like no, like I can't. Nor do they care? I can't. I can't access my SAP Time Network without Internet Explorer. Like I, I understand that. That's what I said earlier. Is there are applications that other companies have made that are for Internet Explorer only, yeah. and that's fine. And that's what most of these Fortune 2000 companies have are applications. Well, yeah, legacy that applications that only, that only work for one fucking browser. But it's right. stupid. And yeah. it shouldn't that's, be that. Right, that's and fine. I'm saying, but I'm, this is what it is, though. Like, I still have to use Internet Explorer. Like, I, I have Chrome on my computer. I don't know if I should be saying that on this. You're not an IE apologist. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, like, they, I shouldn't have it on my computer. So if any, like, executive, I can you listen to this and be like, you should remove that. Yeah. I shouldn't have it. I had installed it, but, like, you know, like, if if I were to turn on my laptop before I need to delete it, otherwise I'm going to be in trouble, you know? Like, yeah. 
obviously just for normal web browsing, but there's a lot of applications that require Internet Explorer. There's a lot of things that link to our internet that use Internet Explorer that can't get through Chrome or Firefox. And yes, that doesn't have to do with IE specifically, but because that stuff is all built for IE, we use IE. And maybe, well, you should just change it, not build it for IE. Well, yeah, that's fine, but this stuff is all, like, there's so much of it's existing. There's so much infrastructure with Microsoft. There's so much stuff that's so easily accessible. So if you're starting a corporation, it's just easy to be like, there's all these platforms that have been developed for IE that work really well. We just keep using it. Otherwise, we're going to pay out of our ass to get something custom made by Google or for Google Chrome. Well, spirited defense of uh, the use of Internet Explorer. So. I'm not even defending the use of it. I'm just saying it's, just, it's used everywhere. It, it, to me, it just is like it sucks that it happens, but it's just yeah. it's just going to be there. And IE is going to be used for a really long time until Microsoft crumbles or Google comes well, up with a better when option. When we run our corporation, we will not require our employees to use Internet Explorer. Our employees are going to be using Linux and Chrome. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so um, Internet Explorer sucks. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Uh, agreed. Maybe Spartan 10 will be better. Just Spartan. Or Spartan will be better. Who knows? It probably won't. We And I think we all agree on that. So um, let's bounce back to last week with the Russian situation. I want to get your view on that, Ken, because you're very tend to be in tune with the economy and the world business affairs and the IMF. And so, you know, <laughs> having an with, uncle. The IMF has nothing to do with the business. But so, so has the situation gotten better? And give me your take on I mean, it's the same old stuff. It's just literally like the Saudi is just Saudi Arabia is just flooding the market with oil, and it's just causing a bunch of people that rely on oil. It's just causing them to lose massive amounts of money. That's really all it comes down to. It's and unfortunately for Russia, really simple. Russia is a Russia is a huge oil exporter. I don't think Saudi Arabia is like we hate the Russians. Like fuck you. Like we're doing this to screw Russia over. I just think what they're doing is is and I think they did it like. This happened before in, like, the late 80s or the early... The late 70s or early 80s. Like, they flood the market. Around the time when Russia was in Afghanistan? Yeah. Well, it's... <laughs> that's true. I'm just saying. It's not... But it's, it's not even just an oil thing. This can be anything. But basically, if you're the if you're the lead, you're the market leader, right? And you... The barrier... Basically, like, just an economics term is barrier to entry. So, a lot of markets have various levels of barriers of entry. Mm-hmm. So, like, oil is a high... There's a high level... There's a high barrier to entry. Like, you have to... By huge rigs, you have to a find find the oil. B have these huge rigs. You know, there's a lot of infrastructure that goes physical property pipeline, <laughs> like crude oil, like refineries. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And so to be honest, like you don't make a lot of money on like the margins on oil is actually like it's not obviously it's not low, but it's not as high as you would think because you know you think like, oh like, gas is so high. So what they're doing is they just flood the market with oil. Saudi Arabia has enough reserve, A, oil reserves, and B, just, like, money reserves. Like, they probably have been saving up for this for a while. They're, like, and basically, like, as oil prices go down, the value of each barrel they have in the wells and in storage is going to drop, right? And so that's going to cause a loss. Precipitously. Yeah. That's going to cause a loss when you reevaluate your value of oil. And so Saudi is like, well, we're just going to be in the red for a while. Like, we'll just do it. We'll be in the red for a year, for they two years, or however long they're going to do it. And so they're losing. Saudi is losing lots of money right now. Like, they are. But what they're doing is, from the strategy standpoint, they're saying, we are going to lose lots of money. But we know that we have the reserves and just, like, we built up our bank account that, yeah, fine. This is gonna, Over two years, is going to cost us, like, $3 billion. But we've got $10 billion, so we're fine with that. The problem is... Russia doesn't have $3 billion saved up. Russia's going to lose $3 billion too. They've got 3 billion rubles. Ooh, yeah, yeah well, that's probably what? $5 American. $100, yeah. So Russia, that's yeah, that goes to Venezuela, that goes to the same thing Peru, that goes to the same thing, quite honestly, for a lot of the 
upstart American companies that are trying to like mine in Texas and like the Eagleford and like Marcellus and the shale groups up there and little bits of Canada and Alaska. Like all these new corporations, like they don't have the like, money to withstand. The, what I'm saying, the, like, OPEC, the, pro- the rest of OPEC probably does, but even like I mean. Place like Iraq, but yeah. So what? I think Chile mines a lot of oil now. So long story short, all these other places destroying everyone else yeah, for their own. They're <laughs> not. They're not. The other places are not developed enough to withstand so much losses. So all all Saudi is doing is they're just we'll flood the market and we're just gonna kill off all the weaklings. Really so is. they're just taking out the competition. They're just taking out the competition, and in, so, the, and in the meantime, cutting the price of gas. Yeah, in there. yeah. They don't care though because it, it's good for us. But the thing is, like, it's terrible for BP. It's terrible for Chevron. Well, Chevron's different because they have they have futures on that. But it's terrible for a lot of companies that didn't project this. So, to be honest, like, they're all like ma- like massively losing yeah, money. I actually have a friend didn't project this state interference in the global yeah. economy. Yeah. So it's you know, and it's. For like the U.S. has got a lot of fledgling oil initiatives to try to be more oil independent, you know. Well, we succeeded. I mean, we're yeah, we are. So, now. but like a lot of our, our a lot of our companies like ExxonMobil, they're losing a lot of money right now, you know. And yeah. it's not pro- it's probably not enough to knock them out. But like Exxon was no, I'm thinking of Shell. Sorry, go on. But like someone like uh, yeah, like these Colombian or like Venezuelan mining companies that just oh, sprouted up, you know, they're getting knocked exporters. out. I'm not saying that's good or bad, but that's just what's happening. And so what that's going to happen eventually, like Saudi's going to raise their prices after they've basically like killed off a lot of the competition, and then it'll go back to like, well, here's our three major exporters. Well, they're like, forcing a, a global like oil oligarchy again. So, <laughs> so what? Well, so this is really good for us right now, but in five years, we're probably going to. It's going to be where it was, right? Like not like fucked. Like I mean, they get nothing about ha- they get nothing from having gas be so expensive people can't buy it, right? right? Yeah, right. there's a level, but like it, yeah, gas gas will go up. Like I saw I saw a thing on the news the other day. Like SUV sales are up like eighty percent. Are really? people fucking retarded? Wow. Like why would you? This thing is going to last a year, two years. Like Saudi doesn't have. OPEC doesn't have enough well it's more Saudi than OPEC but like they don't have enough money to last like four years of just like two billion dollars of losses every year yeah. it's probably gonna happen it's probably gonna be six months to a year so like why would you buy an SUV knowing that like when the prices go back up I don't know it's just a very short sighted view you won't be able to fucking afford it yeah so that's in a year it's probably gonna back up to right now it's like one. I saw the last it's 197 is the cheapest I've seen I saw 196 the other day but did I it's probably going to go back up to, like, the mid-threes again. You know? Maybe even fours eventually. Like, to be honest, like, the moment this ends, it'll probably skyrocket. It's go up real high. Saudi's just going to be like, they're just going to cut all production. Or, they won't cut production, but they'll just keep all the barrels in their vault. Because right now, they're, like, all oil companies have, like, huge vaults of reserve oil. Yeah. And Saudi's basically just letting the reserve oil into the system. Right? That's what's, you know... Because oil really is an oligopoly. Like, oligarchy, sorry. It is oligopoly, not oligopoly. So, you know, it's just like diamonds, you know, like if one, yeah, fucking if one diamond, if like the beers would be like, we just want to lower the diamond prices, they could just flood the market with diamonds because they have so much of it stored up. But well, but see, the interesting thing is that the beers, which is a diamond cartel, like they actually work in the way you would expect a price fixing like apparatus to where they purposely keep supply artificially deflated yeah. to jack up the price of diamonds so they can be super rich. OPEC is supposed to be this like or you know There's a lot <laughs> there's a lot more oil and that's the thing that's the difference is now it used to just be like OPEC, but now like you have got now that the oil is such a hot commodity, people in China are looking for it, people in Russia are looking for it, people in America. Every basically but, if you can get oil, they're looking for it and you're looking to make money off it. That's increased a lot of competition yeah. for OPEC and right now they're just trying to kill a lot of it off. 
Yeah, but they don't even play by their own rules when they were the only people. Like, you're, they're supposed to have production quotas. Not a single OPEC nation have, has ever adhered to production yeah, quotas yeah, well. since the inception of OPEC. Like, fuck these people. So, long story short, oil is going to go back up in probably about a year, or year and a half. So, and I, it'll, I mean, oil will probably always sit in that, like... I mean, there will fluctuate. There was a period when it was like, what, like a year and a half ago? It was like $4, 450 Remember it got really high? For gas, yeah. Yeah, for oil. That was when all those wells started burning, like accidental well fires. Yeah. And we just, we like lost like, like a whole well, which is like 10 years worth of oil. And like oil yeah. prices just skyrocketed. So they'll go up and down, but it'll, I don't know, it'll all be the same. Yeah. All right, so. But just Russia, it's not directed at, Russia's just getting fucked over because all they have is oil. We sanctioned them on so much other stuff that they have no outlet. They, we, like no one can purchase Russian made goods except for oil because we need the oil so we don't sanction that. Yeah. But we sanction everything else. So like you never see like a made in Russia t-shirt. I, I and have, so they're uh, we talked about this. On the last podcast, actually, right? You don't. There's that's all, Russia's only good. It's fucking yeah. Well, they, yeah. We've, we've sanctioned them for some other shit because yeah. they're you well, know because Putin. Worldwide everyone just hates. Everyone just hates Putin. He's a so, Bond villain. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. so they hate Putin, and Leader you know. Spectre. So basically, like they can't sell stuff. I mean, they sell raw material still. Like they sell a lot of steel, a lot of oil, or a lot, a lot of coal, of timber. a lot of stuff like that to China and other countries. But like for the most part, basically they've been sanctioned by the rest of the world. So all, but like everyone needs oil so badly that no one's willing to be like, Hey, Russia, you can't give us well, your oil. So that's why. If so I now have a theory, the oil sucks is like, Russia's just like, we're fucked. And so because of that, everyone knows that. And so they're pulling their money out of Russia. So like, that's why the ruble is dropping. So like, like, so quickly, it's just like, oh. That's why I, I assume that, because, you know, for whatever reason, we are very good friends with Saudi Arabia. Now's a good time to invest in the ruble. Yes. Do you think? Yeah. It's going to go It's going to come back? Unless they I've, completely dissolve. Unless, unless the Russia Russian just Federation collapses. Dissolves. Unless Russia dies. <laughs> they did it once. Back into pre-Soviet <laughs> no, Russian well, states. Uh, like, they did it once No, before. but I bet you, I mean, we're so goody-goody with Saudi Arabia that I, I find it hard to believe that some, some diplomat wasn't just like, hey... We need to put the last nail on may, the Putin. May, Putin may, maybe Saudi some send some back channels to America. Be like, well, we're thinking of doing this because it's getting a little crowded in here. And like, you know, like Exxon, like all the big BP, like, sure, like I agree. Exxon's gonna survive this. It sucks for them. Like my friend at BP, I had a friend that used to work at BP, and he actually left because they're making, they had like huge layoffs because like they don't can't support it with not enough oil profits. So well, they had other problems too. But <laughs> to be honest, they're they're kind of over the whole BP spill thing. It's been a while, but in any case, like they did a major marketing blitz to turn that. It's around. not just that people just forget. Yeah, it's so dumb. I'll never but like, forget. Fuck that shit. <laughs> That's the loss of so much resources. You, well, you care about loss of resources. Most people care about the loss of life and the loss of environment. But quite honestly, over time, as with anything in human nature, like we just get over it and we yeah. forget, or we forgive. So, but yeah, they're just they're but they'll be able, they'll be able to take it. And so I'm. It wouldn't have surprised me if there was like a little bit of like a little warning. Hey, this might be common. A cabal. Like, and then you know like. Obama's like, uh, if Russia goes out, you know, like, yeah. so, so we just slapped a bunch of sanctions on these motherfuckers. Who's going to kick him in the nuts? <laughs> Thank you, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so, so is the situation in Russia getting better at all? No. And will it get better? No. Well, I mean, it'll get better eventually once the sanctions end or once the oil prices go back up. But right now they're still, they're going to be waiting in bread lines and no, that that's, kind of stuff. I don't think it's that bad in Russia right now, well, to be honest. I mean, there are certain parts of Russia parts of Russia the main cities will be okay like if you lived in poverty in Russia you're still gonna live in poverty like it's you know like it really only hurts the people who like own the oil industry basically the ruble obviously the price of the ruble going up is really shitty but like that just means that 
Ruble, by the ruble. way. Ruble. I'm sorry. It's a B. I keep thinking of uh, Zelda and rupees. Yeah, rupees. the ruble. That's India. Yeah. Thank you, Rod. So, so does the um, with the with the ruble, as as you say, it's a good time to invest. Do you think it's ever going to skyrocket back up to? I mean, what was it at before it started declining? That's the thing. I don't know shit about the ruble. It's well, just a joke. I don't know. To you, you, so Forex, you measure it against other currencies. So it's well, not. Yeah, so ruble versus dollar. You would do the ruble versus the, dollar, the, probably. Question, which was the second link. Not that link, Steve. I just clicked on the first one USD rube. You want to find the conversion rate and the last couple conversions. So like 58 to 1. Right yeah. now it's 58 to 1. Right yes. now, and it's going down. So it, it was. Yeah, so go up. So you notice. I mean, this is where it used to be. This is where it is now. So, like, you well, this can... is today. Is that inner day? This is inner day. Yeah, yeah. ten a.m. I don't know. You forex you is forex is dangerous just because it fluctuates so so rapidly. Historical data really quickly. Yeah, I actually probably wouldn't invest in. So what you would do is you would buy the ruble itself, and you hold on. You would hold on to all the the rubles, and then eventually you would like say the value would go up. You would just. Trade in your rubles for dollars and just yeah. pocket the dollars. That's if Russia even allows that, I mean, remember we couldn't leave China with yeah. with money. <laughs> so. I'm sure somewhere you could buy rubles, but I'm trying to go. Well, let's go back to October first. Okay, click apply. Well, but I need to get to. I want to edit this by January first. Well, I mean, so in any case, like I think that. Okay, so the change has been a fifty percent change. Since October first, it was trading at thirty nine dollars, and now it's trading at fifty eight. So no, fifty eight rubles. So fifty eight rubles per dollar. Rubles for every dollar. Right. Yeah. So do you think it will get back to thirty nine? Like eventually? Ooh, like no reason it should. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is Russia. Their economy is a bit different than ours, where they have like five things that they actually care about. It's all export based. It's well, all... it's exactly. It's energy defense materials and all and two other things and they they sort of you know played all their cards into the energy uh pool yeah so it's that industry recovers then they're doing fine again but i hope that this is a lesson to them to a diversify and b don't fucking invade other countries and then get shit on for it so do you (laughs) think that the that the the ruble would be a good investment you like you said that i mean what if it's like, not something to put all of your money into? Well, yeah, I'm just <laughs> but, curious. Like, you know, if, well, this is a classic instance of buying low, right? Yeah, when is ever? I mean, I'll you could probably wait a little bit longer, but eventually, like, Russia will either collapse once you lose all your money, or they're gonna go back, you know, the or you'll get to 20 and to yeah. one, and you're just like, so yeah, all right, Forex is really dangerous, though. But to be honest, I wouldn't suggest investing in Forex unless you're really experienced. That's just like I can lose a million dollars in a day. Okay, so all of the experienced investors listening to the Sack Up podcast, you heard the man. All right, moving on to buy the, I don't even know if you can buy rubles. To be honest, like the chi- like Chinese, like you can you can buy the the RMB, like the Chinese currency. Like you can't. Um, you just only exchange at airports. Pretty well, much. you would have to go to someone in China, have them purchase it for you, and then have them like. Oh, you can't externally you. purchase. If you're American, like, like there's no ruble stocks here. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a reserve of RMB somewhere. Why we have a reserve of non-dollars? Yeah. <laughs> and okay. Our reserve is gold and diamonds, son. Fort Knox. All right. So moving on. Um, Republican. Representative Trey Rattle was busted. You're doing like every other line. I don't understand Because we're running short on time and I'm just oh, skipping okay. to 
certain things like I've actually never. Or what's, we could do being sucks, but we just talked about uh, how. To I be honest, if if we're going on politics, I think the really interesting thing for me is, you know, the coming upcoming event of of Jeb Bush wanting to run for president's presidency. Uh, presidents have been dynastic, and it, and almost just the pre- the premise of of a dynastic presidency. We've got the Bushes, and then if Hillary runs, obviously you'd have the Clintons, and just the thought of like. Having We've had two related presidents since like 1700 or something, like the 1800s. Who were that? Uh, Quincy Adams, right? And yeah, Brian Adams. But rarely. I mean, and then what? Do you, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Do you feel comfortable? Well, no, like, of do course you feel... it's bullshit. But that's what happens when you let all the wealth and power concentrate into a small group of people. Like, it would be interesting to have a completely dynastic presidential race. Although Hillary's not directly... <laughs> oh, God, okay. <laughs> <You made laughs> not a, that kind of you race. You a competition. So, uh... I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> not that kind of race. No. <laughs> the presidential race. <laughs> um, no, but... So, Hillary is not related to, to Bill. Obviously, they're married. Or they well, were, I, but right? I'm... It's but almost, she's, a conti- she's well, another it's member a of the family. You have to assume that her policies will be very similar to Bill's. Yeah. And so you're going to get down to but another Bill Bush. Bill 2.0, and if she can play the saxophone, she's got my Bill. Yeah. She so can go screw if, secretary as if well. She, if she, so if we get down to Jeb versus Hillary, it will be Honestly, a purely dynastic presidential race. Right. My big thing is I don't want my president to be named Jeb. I don't I want don't my president I'm, to be Republican. Well, so I don't think we're ready. <laughs> I only Republicans are named Jeb. Fucking red. I'm actually. President. I'm actually fine with a Republican president. I'm just saying. I'm fine with a Republican president, but Jeb. We, you guys don't know Jeb this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is unacceptable. <laughs> and not to mention, yeah, I. You know, two is fine. Three is ridiculous. That's a lot. Because yeah. at that point, it's like. He'll but what? But the, you. There like actually. Two there's a, sessions removed. There's, on there's a lot of reports that Jeb's actually a lot better. Would be a lot better for president than Bush would. Uh, than W would. That have would been. not been have been hard. That's not. <laughs> hard to do. Just saying. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm saying. So I'm saying. But I'm saying. Is a is it okay to to, to pull W's you know reputation and smear it all over Jeb's when Jeb if he was if his last name had been different could have been a very good candidate. Yeah, and that's, I don't think that's the problem. The problem is you're you're now saying, like, yes, we can have a father and his two sons be president. If the American people elect them, though, right? That's, I think there needs to be controls on that. Because no, that is a two, huge aggregation terms, of power. That's, like, that's two terms removed from a monarchy, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, for, for all intents and purposes, that's hereditary inheritance, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you're, you're just saying... Oh yeah, you know you you guys, your family. Well, just gets wait. Just wait twenty till, plus just years wait till Jeb Bush Junior. Fucking right? well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Is their their children are old enough to also be president, Jeb and George W. Bushes? Yeah. So well, it's also not surprising. But the that, thing is, this happened with the Kennedys and their Democrats. Yeah, I mean they. But the they didn't have that, two presidents. They had a president they, they, and like a speaker. That's only because they all died. In a <laughs> they could have made it. They, they could have made it. If this God was not against them. They yeah. Made it. If, if the oh, Kennedy had like, children, I'm sure they would have been beloved. Everyone seemed to love that guy. But I was not alive when he was around. Um, it's not surprising because a lot of political uh, politicians come from old wealth families, right? The Bushes are an old wealth family. The an Kennedys family. were an old wealth family. Like the and whatever, there are still Kennedys around who are old wealth families. So a, it's not well, surprising that you see them. Just from getting, a societal standpoint, when can you practice politics? You practice politics when you have enough money that you don't need to work. Yeah, that you don't have to do anything else except which is totally fair. People. So most politicians tend to be wealthy people, and obviously, if you're born my, into the Bush family, you're wealthy. Public service. I'm a public servant That's to my own interests. Probably. 
What's that? The spinning of the cup is probably going to come up on the microphone. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, don't. I don't. It's it's going to happen, and I will not vote for him because I am a hardcore liberal. So that means oh, that means nothing. On, you are, don't you're, be like you're that. Less don't, a hardcore liberal, the more you like just hate Republicans. Yeah, hate, and I do not keep, like George keep W. Keep an Bush, open so. mind, bro. Does I will. I will. And if Jeb Bush runs for office and says he's going to legalize marijuana, he might have a shot with me. But so you're looking wow. for the, okay, the you're one of those get, people, which is an election time moderate. That's yeah. never going to happen. But um, I mean, I, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I think going I've, in, I've said before, to be honest, I don't even think Hillary should run. Why not? She's old. Yes. So has every president been? Except not no. I mean, how old, do you know how old she is? Guess how old she is? Like sixty something. I'm sure. Sixty-eight. She's seventy right now. Is she really? So by the time she runs, she'll be seventy-two. That's fine. By the time she ends her first. Her first uh, term, she'll be seventy six. There's a, there, how old is uh, what's his face vice president right now? Oh, Joe Biden. He's a thousand. <laughs> I actually think he might be younger than Hillary. If Hillary, if Hillary if wins and Hillary. dies in office, she just elects Bill Clinton vice president. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get eight more years of saxophones. <laughs> like, Bill's just as old. Have you seen well, the guy's looking more like a mummy? Here's the day. thing: like, who's who? Couldn't the Democrats bring to bear to run against Jeb Bush? No one. It's essentially just handing it over to. Not necessarily. You you're putting Hillary forward because you want to get the woman's vote and you want to get the liberal, like the progressive vote, and that is your the thing only is, defense. You, when you choose Bush. Hillary. You don't get the moderate like the, to be honest, like a lot of people don't like a lot of like I don't like Hillary Clinton. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Hillary Clinton. So but I'm the way Democrats. She's a very diverse. I just I just think I I like Hillary. I just don't like the fact that she's that old because I a I want my presidents to serve two terms. I, think I want every, my presidents to be of sound mind. There is that as well. Yeah. I think every president. Yeah, I think it behooves the country to have a president serve two terms because I feel like the first four. I mean. It's hard Hillary to get it might be started. different because she saw what Bill did, and so she knows. But like your, fir- your first term, getting elected again. But your your <laughs> first your first year, yeah. Your so your first four years, you spend the first year learning. You spend the second year and third year doing stuff, and then you spend the third year campaigning the for the year. fourth year for the next year. So mm-hmm. you only have two years of actual stuff. So like I just prefer, like I don't know. Like, do you think she's gonna stay until she's eighty? And there's like, yeah, she's holding now, but there's just. A, at when some point, you get that old. There's just chances there's shit's gonna happen. Chances shit's gonna happen. Doom. So I, you know, I don't, and I don't think it's very. We elect a president based on the presidency, and no one really looks too much into the vice president. But like, I don't know. Like, we could have a really shitty vice. Who knows? Like, did when Mc, obviously this is different. But like, when Mc, one of the thing I thought of when McCain was elected, I was like, McCain's being elected. There's no way in hell I want Palin being the president. Ugh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. So in her case, I don't want Palin in the in case of emergency. Box. I think the VP is going to be really for important that. for the Democrats, but I just think that I like her. I just if she would like, I thought her year, her time to be run it was when Obama won it. Like to be honest, yeah. she didn't win it then. That was eight years ago. That's that was when she should have done it when she was like in her up her I, in, in her prime. Yeah. Well, and so just I'm going to guarantee she's going to run though, and she's going to win the primary because no, there's no other Democrat who's like distinguished themselves. In the last Thus four years. Thus far, not that I've heard of. There's not really even that many Republicans, though. Jeb's got a name, but he's not done much. Well, but he's that's all you need. Florida. That's as that's, that's much I, as you I, need. I, George W. Bush just had a name. He fucking wants yeah, it. Yeah, but like, everyone like Steve's going to hate him for it. I hate him because of all the things he did. Oh, you mean George, you, you mean, mean Jeb. Jeb? I mean oh. Jeb. You I hate him because of, No, you hate him because of his Bush. Well, and on top of that, you hate, him, you hate him because he's Republican. And to make it, to exacerbate that problem, you hate him because of his Bush. <laughs> Jeb Bush. Double. Jeb Bush has no chance with Steve Shockley because you are a Republican hater. They, they could put a scarecrow in the Democrat 
uh, fucking vote, and Steve will vote that over to Bush. I will. A fucking scarecrow. I'll make and sure to go out and will be crows. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not up for the familial yeah. shit. But it's a natural conclusion. It's, it's right? just. It's just an. Inter- it would just be interesting to have that. There'd be a lot of. It'd just be an interesting race to be like Bush well, versus I, I Bush wait. versus Clinton. Oh god. Yeah. I All we need now is Al Gore to be VP. I we'll call it a day. Cannot wait. To Al Gore should run again. The fucking attack. Dude, dude Al Gore is just man bear, man bear picking it up somewhere. Yeah, that's like, true. Last good. I just. All I'm. Gonna, I just can't wait to see the attack ads for that election. Yeah. That's it. It's gonna be a fucking Hillary Clinton shit. let her husband get, get his dick sucked somewhere else. <laughs> Jeb Bush, Bush would never is... get let his husband get his dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's some Republican writer will write that. Yeah, so. they will. And then get fired. Yeah, fuck that. All right. So speaking of Republicans, uh, Representative Trey Reddell was busted on cocaine charges. Now that I don't, happened I a long time ago. I don't know that. I don't think no, so. No, he's been under indictment for that for a long time. If it actually finally went through, then sure. But I remember reading about that like last year. Was it? Yeah. I remember him having problems last year. Maybe it was someone else, but... There well, was... I mean, what's the story here? Surprise, surprise, a politician did something not ethical. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess most lot. of the stuff is from the beginning of the year. I'm wondering how that came up on my feed. It That was on my Facebook feed. There's some. There's been some kind of new... I mean, regardless, like, I mean, it just... Yeah, there's gonna be... All politicians... George my, W. Bush did cocaine. I mean, it's whatever. My you know? opinion is that, as you said, like these people are all rich. They're all wealthy. They had don't have to work, and so a lot of them are second generation, as in their inherited wealth. They didn't actually, have to yeah. work so they didn't actually work shit. for it. So I feel like a lot of these people, yeah, like what well, we had people like dating strippers or like hiring prostitutes. Yeah. And, like, well, my my point is not that a Republican or any politician. You did just want to bash your Republicans. No, 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 no. What what the thing is is that you saw what a makes this so the donkey in the ass, the irony, or the elephant in the elephant. What made what made this so ironic was that he voted for drug testing for people to gain access to entitlements. Well, you, I mean, also good for him. (laughs) The whole Republican doctrine is to believe that you're superior to everyone else, right? I mean, that doesn't, that makes complete, hey, when you, when your policies favor business over, over fucking citizens, then yes, that is your, your Republican policy favors, well, well, so the thing is, is I don't even think it's like a hypo- it's not hypocrisy or anything like that. We're being superior. To it's just, it's just funny because he had this rule and he broke it himself. Yeah, so it's just but but he's not trying to gain access to entitlements. Yeah. He just likes cocaine. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> he'll never have to gain access. I do yeah. cocaine. But the but the question he's Dr. is, Rock, so the question is that I want to ask you guys is, do you think that we should have? limited access to entitlements after you pass a drug test. Should you be required to pass a drug test to gain access to things like food stamps? If yes. you... And in unemployment. Well, yes. so... I will have you know, the moment you do that, you are dooming like 10% of the people in poverty to death. Because <laughs> <laughs> they will not pass a... You know, a heroin addict cannot pass a drug test. But that's the question, right? Do you want your money? I'd rather... I No, I'm going to say right now, I know where you're going and I totally agree with you. But from a, a social, and I agree. I agree. Standpoint. I agree. It's inhumane to think about that. <laughs> but I'm just. I'm all I'm saying is that if I had, like, if I could give my money to somebody, and one's a heroin addict who I know will take my money, probably put it towards getting more heroin, and wastes, you know, like the lifespan of a heroin addict's got to be not that long. Yeah. Regardless of yeah. how well they eat, you know, or I could give it to just a normal person who's down on their working life. mom or yeah, something, or something like that. Then I'd rather have it happen. And it, it sounds harsh to be like. Well, no food for the heroin addict, but it's kind of like, well, you're just probably on the streets because you're heroin addict, and that sounds kind of bad. But it's it's difficult thing to judge from our 
as we from for us as we sit atop our mountain of you know privilege and essential like essentially wealth like that we kind of have just because of our skin colors. I mean, you're Asian, but you still are pretty. I'm basically white. Still I mean, a value. A- yeah. Yellow is just an off shade of white. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, after it's been peed on a few times. <laughs> <laughs> no, after it's been like pour our toilet, a toilet bowl. After it's been rolled on gold for a little bit. Yeah, it yeah, turns yellow. Gold exactly. All Asian dust. babies are, are rolled in gold dust. But it's very it's a very difficult thing to for us to judge. But in my like for me, I would rather have drug testing for entitlements like no, I, 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 the I, thing I, is yeah. i i agree with that but there are i think it in the end it saves money right because now less just a an absolute number less people are going to have <laughs> access to entitlements now yeah. but there is a social cost that gets paid there because you know a lot of people it's it's not necessarily their fault that they're in a in a point where they need welfare and they just also happen and need drugs <laughs> I don't know about okay, that. I mean some people know some people are born addicted to drugs like there are that's crack true. babies that's who are true. born addicted to cocaine there but I would say a large number of people who are no, addicted to drugs got themselves but you, you'd, oh, like, you'd like to think but you'd like to think I mean that's my philosophy is you just hope people try to get better you'd like to think that well maybe if they can't get food unless they get off the drugs then they'll get off the drugs and I can only maybe this is a high horse here but I can only assume it's better to be off drugs than on drugs it's, that's just my opinion the problem is the more likely we Reaction to that is uptick in crime. I guarantee it. Because now that guy, instead of like having money to buy heroin, because he doesn't need money to buy food, food yeah. he is just going to spend all of his money on heroin and steal food, right? Or steal money to buy more food. Yeah, the only thing I, I, I think that we actually, need to uh, be harder on people who are going to fucking destroy their lives that way. But. Saying that you don't get to eat anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that's... The, well, the, the other option the, is you can work and then... Yeah, but the the whole work for... Are these people... The, that, that's I think a very old-timey notion. The whole, you can't really the, do But the whole point anymore. of entitlement is I think it should, it should be temporary support. Like, the whole goal of that is you're down on your luck. You need some help. Mm-hmm. This is going to help you out. Then you get it on your feet and you get off. And then you, through good society work, will pay back your what you got by your taxes and being a good yeah, member well, of society. Yeah. So that should be the whole goal. You should, the goal shouldn't be get on entitlement and stay on entitlement forever. Yeah. Like, that's a problem, the, right? The, that's, just, well, that's just giving people free food so and not having to the, work for it. The real issue with that, though, is... The way that welfare is structured, it's not actually a living wage. It's not, but it's not a living wage, and you're not allowed to work a job when you're on welfare. Yeah. So you either get I guess to not have a living wage, or you get to work a minimum wage and not have a, a living wage. Yeah. Like you, the the reason that and I can see this as being the next point, the reason that people find it hard to break free from the cycle of poverty is that there isn't actually any ladder rungs above them anymore for a lot of people. Now, granted, I'm of course there's people who are just like, eh. I don't want to work anymore ever. I'm just going to be on the dole for the rest of my life, and and that's it for me. I'm not looking for work anymore. Fuck yeah. you if you do that, by the way. But yeah. the system is set up so that you have to support those people. I don't know why, but you have to do it. But you give the same level of support to people who are actually trying to better themselves and then say you can't better yourself. You're not allowed to work more, to have more money, to go to school or whatever. You can't get a loan to go to school because you've got negative 700 credit score. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, the, the reason it's hard to break the cycle of poverty is because the cycle of poverty is made to be unbroken. 
That's why it's called cycle. It'd be unbreakable, right? <laughs> if you yeah. could break out of poverty, it wouldn't be called the cycle. It'd be called like the ladder yeah, out of poverty. It'd be called the linear way to get out of <laughs> But it's not. The problem it's, it's cycle. of poverty. And, if, and once... The problem is, when you have, like, stepped down the stairs that far, they, it just turns into a slide behind you and your children. And your children's children until, yeah. until you either have a miracle or your line dies out. So... There's hope. There's a way to do it, but it's just difficult. I agree. It's hard to do with poverty. And I, the thing is, I think a lot of people in poverty, it's just a mentality that they don't want to get better. Not, not saying like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Big fuck this. I don't want to get better. No. Okay. Let me rephrase people it. People addicted to drugs might not want. It's to the better. it's the idea. Well, it's it it's this idea that like there's a certain way to live. Like oh, like I just want to live this way. This is how I've always lived. I live in my house in this neighborhood, and I do all this stuff. Like I don't need to go to college and like be like you people. Like so there's a there's a big divisiveness between like you know the have and have nots, and I feel like sometimes people, you know. Well, that, if, 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 that you're, if you're in a, that if you're a community is, that's is exacerbated, if you're in a community that's re, it's very poor, there's not like you know there's not a lot of upward mobility, and then you're the one kid that wants to be upward mobile, and you're trying really hard to study when everyone else is just like you know playing Slanging drugs or whatever, doing whatever you know like not even it doesn't be drugs you can just be normal people that just are stuck in a bad environment and you know the family doesn't want to improve itself they don't force you to go to school they put no emphasis on education and you're like the one dude that wants to like you're gonna get ridiculed you know. You're gonna be the guy that gets laughed at. Told you when we were talking about this last time I saw you. Yeah, you know, like you're gonna be laughed at. You're. It's gonna be hard for you. You're gonna get pressure from your peers. (laughs) Wait, because because, because because the social group that says no, you're not. Well, because the peers are gonna see you trying to bet yourself and get out of there. And inherently, what are you saying? You're saying I don't want to be you, right? You're saying to your peers, I don't want to be you. I'm dad here, and that's difficult because the peers are gonna. I mean, they understand that. Like, and it, you know, the guy's not like I want to get out of here because I hate you, but like. I feel like if you're the guy that's being like, like oh, what, we're not good enough. For yeah, you. if you're the guy that's being left behind, you know what's happening. So I just feel like that's it's difficult, but there's ways to get through it, and there's a lot of programs out there. Sometimes it's not; it's just it all comes down to your situation. Well, sometimes. yeah, I mean, the real problem is they just haven't found the right one yet. They tried No Child Left Behind; it fucking didn't work. Like, thanks, George Bush. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, common core. Common core. The, the, the real yeah. problem is that this our country has this huge emphasis on getting education, and then really no support system for making that happen. Yeah. Like you're the all the learning that you do in high school, none of it matters until you're in your senior or junior year when you got to take a test. You know, like there's no real trade taught. It's like oh, history and English isn't this nice, and then. You want to go to college in an environment where college costs are ever increasing and people have less and less money to pay these increased costs. So you got to take out more lo- like it's whole well, that's, loan. Well, problem. I mean that's going to be a problem, and that's but kinda, you. We've you, talked how this might be the next new bubble. Is like this is what's going to cause an extra recession is just student loans because yeah, there's going to be less. How- but society dictates that you have to have that degree to do well. Now they do. I agree, but <laughs> I almost feel, it's I, been I almost way. feel like it's, there's an arbitrage here now where I you know to be honest like. It's probably better to be a plumber and make $80,000 a year than it is to go to school, get saddled with $60,000 of debt, become a dance major, and come out of there. Well, so that, that's that's an issue that's never going to go away, right? Because I feel like no, that is, that is the only people who should be in fine arts degrees are rich people who don't need that's, the That really should be who it is. No, I agree. Like, I agree. You should only be in a fine arts degree if you're rich and then you can support yourself because... Unless you're not got, making that fucking loan payment on your dance salary, sweetheart. I'm sorry. I I would get a loan if it meant getting a computer, like a, a business degree or a computer science degree. I would get a loan knowing that the, there's a payoff. There's 
your ROI, your return on investment is going to be high because you know you know what the kind of market is, you know what kind of salary gets there. But like, yeah, there's a lot of people going to college right now. They go to college just because it's what everyone else does. It's not because they're going to college because they think they can yeah. get a better degree. They go to college because, because all of their are friends doing. are going to college. All my friends are going to college. I just need to go to college. Well, we're, part, we're partying in college. Like, that I don't want to be... a lot with arrogance, too, though. People are like, well, you know. It used to be, you know, you didn't go to college, whatever. Like, well, but that, that was also the day where you could work at the steel mill and have well, a middle no, class exactly. lifestyle. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now that doesn't exist now so yeah there's emphasis on getting a degree but because of that you're getting people who shouldn't be going to college going to college and there's nothing wrong with being a plumber like there really is well, nothing wrong with being a plumber I don't I do not there is something I do not know how reason. to plumb things and when I have a when, I pay a specialist when, right? when my like bathrooms don't work or my like my water isn't coming like I have to pay a plumber and I have to pay him a shitload of money and you know, if I ever get to the point where, like, it's a huge issue, I will have to learn how to plumb myself. But until that time, I could pay someone else to do it. So it's not a bad deal. Look, there's, like, I know a guy that is a plumber, and he makes, like, $100,000 a year. Yeah. You know? Like, because, you know why? Because there's, like, six plumbers in the entire state of Phoenix. State, state of Phoenix. Area. The city of so Phoenix. City, yeah. city state of the Phoenix. The metropolitan area. area. Well, no, but there's just not that many because no one's becoming a plumber. All the, you look, all the people you hire, they're all either like old yeah. people. Look at your maintenance worker. How young is they're he? Older, yeah. They're either older or the person that's with them is like their son, which, you know, they're taking the family business. But like, it, it's just like anything, it's supply and demand. So right now, the, the supply for a college degree is like at an all-time high. Therefore, the demand for it is decreasing. Therefore, the reward for getting a degree is going lower. On the flip side, well, for I mean, there's a for lot of category cases. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying in general, obviously, like to be a neurosurgeon, there's like two of them going on a year. But like, and on the flip side, to have like a, a trade like fixing cars, like carpenter, you know, like window maker, like uh, whatever, like plumber, electrical engineer, like <laughs> electrical engineer, electrician is what I meant to say. Um, there's the electrical there's, there's a dearth I don't of, here. I don't there's care. a dearth of them right now and you can make good money because everyone needs you so yeah. I but they're for whatever reason are like like cast look down yeah there, trade, there's a there's a because bad, it's a trade it's not a, it doesn't require a fucking college degree to do that stuff and people think that you need the degree to be if successful. my kid wasn't smart enough to go to college I would totally tell him to be a plumber like in a heartbeat yeah I'll like them, well, but I mean, by the time our kids are going to college, they'll be a space plumber, right? You're like, my kids. Hey, be, you need to vent the engine exhaust. I mean, my kids gonna suck one. My kids gonna be a genius, so they're gonna go to college. But I'm just saying, like, if they didn't have the chops to, for some reason, like something happened, and I dropped them on the head too many times when we were growing up, like, then I would tell them to be a plumber. You know, like, there's nothing wrong with that. You guys keep going. Yeah. Nothing wrong you, with an, uh, a bit of honest work. What are you doing? I'm this gonna is, call and order pizza real quick. Can pizza get here in time? No, I'm gonna call Gus's and order a slice so I can grab it before I go to work. Oh, I have to be working 35 minutes. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I that's probably where we should wrap it up. I guess. Just, right. Long story short, education worth at son. Education, yeah, is really the important. right education. The right education. Worth, if so. education is right for you, even like even just not even like education, like book learning. I mean, even just telling people like good how to deal with their finances, like the how best way to save. How like, to use a fucking computer. You know, yeah. like why, like. You know, like just like planning. Like, if you were to go to a bunch of young kids and be like, "Here's this is what your life could look like. If, here's all these outcomes. This is what you can do to get into each of these different outcomes. It's up to you. But here's your options, and you like can know that it's here. You can know that like if you're African American and Mexican and you're poor, like they will throw money at you if you're a decent student. You know, like that's all available to you. You know, like we've got programs in my company where like 
you know, we have to hire, like, we don't have to, but... Well, affirmative action. You, you basic, that, basically, if there's ten if there's ten candidates to be in our company and, like, one of them's, like, Hispanic and they're good, like, guys a lock. Yeah. Guys a lock, because... Well, that's why Alex changed his last name, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a friend change his last name to from Hobbs to Trujillo Hobbs, because that way you get a lot of First name more support. Al, from Alex to Alejandro. That, Alejandro. <laughs> Alejandro Vicente Josefis was it Trujillo like Hobbs. That. So... That's smart. You know, at the end of the day, like... But hey, it's what he wanted. You got it for free, and... Yeah, I mean, my degree was free. Yeah. Probably still get a computer science Shit, I'd love a fucking free degree, though. It'd be nice. Instead, I gotta pay too much money over the rest of my life. So... Alrighty. Well, it's like an hour 20. It's about the same length as the last one. And actually, we have a lot more that we could talk about, but unfortunately, we must disperse for the day. So, um, that has been Sack Up for the week. Uh, Make sure you follow us on... Um, Instagram on on Facebook on Twitter. Send us an email. We want to hear your guys' comments. Do you have any at, uh, topics you would want us to talk about? Yeah, send us an email with topics or comments on the on the topics that we've already talked about. Sack Inc. Podcast at gmail I'm Steve. I'm Edison. I'm Ken. We're sack up. Then sack up. Sack up. Plant falsy, no no closer nation. Smash and bang is my favorite combination. Kiss it to your toes, do you get that sensation? It's a love scene, baby, with no communication. Baby, got minds off now to the next location. Baby, I need inspiration. Your mouth fixation. Smanging them jaws is my life's aspiration. F dot false loves, ladies and relations. Love it. Call me marathon, my Jimmy run long. Call me Schwarzenegger, my sex game strong. I smang it Tarantino from dust till dawn. Smang it everywhere from the bed to the lawn. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. The way I work that kitty, gonna make your heart sad. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. The way I work that kitty, gonna make your heart sad. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. The way I work that kitty, gonna make your heart sad. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. Let me smang it, girl. Smash it in bed. The way I work that kitty, gonna make your heart sad. Mmm. Hey. Turquoise cheek. Hey.